You are now listening to The Efficacy of Truth with Brother Woods here on At A Church Radio. Praise the Lord. Welcome to The Efficacy of Truth for Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. We're enjoying the April showers today, which means we're looking forward to the flowers coming out. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I guess there's one more cold snap headed our way, I've heard. So uh, people are, are warning about, about planting and all that. Yet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we're, we're keeping an eye out, though. Can't wait to get going on <clears throat> the garden and on all the flowers oh, for the spring yeah. and summer. Praise God. And uh, we're so glad to have Brother Woods here with us once again uh, for our weekly broadcast. Uh, if you have been enjoying this broadcast, if you've been enjoying this podcast, please leave us a like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Let us know in the comments wherever you listen. This podcast goes out, of course, on on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Facebook, on YouTube. It's all over the place. So make sure and uh, let us know you're listening and you're out there. We love to hear from folks as they're joining in. So good to see you today, brother. How are you? I'm doing doing good, brother Sam. Good to be here. Praise God. Talking about those April showers. We know that um, uh, planting time is just around the corner. <clears throat> the rule of thumb, I've always been told, and and uh, uh, the time to really start getting your bedding plants out and uh, to get them in the ground, that there'll be no danger of frost. Is a rule. The second week in May, the second okay. full week in May okay. is when it's pretty well safe to get your bedding plants out and whatnot. And, you know, you have to worry about the world, the weather reversing on you yeah. too, too <laughs> soon because it, it can really do that here in Indiana. We know that for mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, here again, it's good to be here. It's good to be in the studio with, with Brother Sam, my brother, and uh, all those that are listening to the podcast, whatever uh, uh, device that you're using. Uh, we were talking last week with... Uh, What's the name? John? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Schmitz. John Smith. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, I get, and I think he was saying that he was going to run for the um, uh, uh, seat on the city council. Uh, House, uh, House, of Representatives. House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, it was very interesting talking to him. He was, he was he really animated. We enjoyed him. And if yeah. he's listening, we want to let you know that we enjoyed you. And some of the comments that you made, you know, some of the things that you touched on are very relevant for that, really, oh, yes. very relevant in this time and place. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked uh, John was, you know, he worked uh, construction. He was a, a cement finisher. He worked in concrete and building blocks. And, you know, he seemed to be well well on his mark with, you know, the things that he was doing, been doing it for a long time. And uh, we really got into discussion about politics and unions. And I asked him, uh, did he uh, was he familiar with the Willem construction? And he said that uh, he wasn't didn't do any too many things with with union contractors. When you know, I was of the opinion that uh, Willem construction had been around for a long time. Matter of fact, they're still around, been around for a long time. And I knew a a, a man, my mentor, this uh, together, Floyd Jackson, that uh, he did that type of work. You mm-hmm. know. And uh, very interesting to see uh, men of talent in construction. You know, really, they're kind of artistes, if you, oh, if yeah. you say they're able to, sure. you know, to do that. But um, we talked uh, not at length because, you know, the program is dedicated to uh, God's word and God's truth. But we talked about uh, unions. And 
We see that uh, just recently that in New York, the Amazon workers have uh, voted to uh, form a union, mm-hmm. and that they, they got they they won that they won that uh, uh, that battle to form a union. Yeah. And <clears throat> uh, on on a previous broadcast, broadcast uh, I said with Brother Sam that you know I used to work with the union in a union, you know, with uh, some some degree of expertise. You know, you know the ins and outs, and you see things that normal people don't see. Uh, sure. There are political things that go in, go along, go uh, go in with unions, and things that go in with the union and companies. All the glitters is not gold, you know. <laughs> but uh, these people that uh, for uh, Amazon have unionized, and I want the people to know. I want to get into. I got some scripture matter that I want to relate to it. But a union is born out of usually born out of a need. For better working environments, mm-hmm. better paid wages, better health benefits, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have gotten a slanted view of unions because of all the all the graft and corruption that had popped up. You know, like Teamsters, the Jimmy Hoffa, uh, the Steel Workers Union, and other sure. unions, dock workers and things. So they've got a pretty they've got a pretty pretty good black eye. Unions have gotten a pretty bad reputation, mm-hmm. but as a whole, we look at why unions are formed and. The best part of it is to help, to right. better the lives of men and women and uh, for their children and for their livelihood. These things are, are born out of necessity because we know that if you're groveling for uh, uh, substance, you know, I mean, you have to have a place to stay, you know, proper food, proper clothing, lighting, you know, these things play a, a, a great benefit and quality of life. Just was talking with Brother Sam, and they were having some water problems at the uh, uh, Heritage House, mm-hmm. and he, he said he, he feels kind of human because he was able to take a good shower. Oh, yeah. But, you know, these things, you know, running water, heat, light, ventilation, these things are, are covered in contract negotiations, and mm-hmm. those things that, you know, we uh, bargained for, uh, those things are important because we know that corruption uh with different things and different organizations, it's there. But when you're on the inside and you're looking at it from the inside, it's really kind of disheartening. I remember one one instance to where uh, I was kind of new, you know, steward, and I was going to check, you know, take the vendetta up and <clears throat> for the people, and and uh, there was a there was something that happened atrocity. I thought was just terrible, and I uh, I carried my little. My, my little young self down to the NLRB. Any, anybody knows what the NLRB, that's National, La- National Re- uh, Labor Relations Board, mm-hmm. in which the these uh, newly uh, uh, qualified union uh, people that have voted for Amazon to have a union, they had to fit certain criteria with the National Labor Relations Board before okay. they would get a charter. Mm-hmm. And these charters are very important because they, you know, they uh, for to operate in the United States, that's where it used to be. And um, uh, on the union side, uh, I was down there trying to, you know, champion the cause. Mm-hmm. And the guy looked at me, uh, Brother Sam, he says, uh, 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 you know, you, you really don't understand, do you? <laughs> and I'm, I'm green. I'm, mm-hmm. I said, well, what? You know, he said, your president, president, president of the union should be down here uh, soliciting help. Mm-hmm. He says, you're going to be made to look like the bad guy. Mm. And he said, haven't you ever heard of union politics? <laughs> and I think I've used that phrase before. Yeah. And and that's that's equivalent to uh, uh, when you're sitting across the table negotiating with grievances or what have you, is that the company on one side, the union on the other, and they seem to be bickering back and forth and, you know, making some headway, some give a little, you know, you take a little, give a little. But 
what we see across the bargaining table or in grievance meetings is not really what's happening. It's behind the scenes mm-hmm. that they do deals under the table, mm-hmm. and they'll trade one thing for the company to get the advantage. And in, co- in contract negotiations, you know, they can negate things off the books, <clears throat> and it become a standard practice. And these things are, you know, well, this is the this is what we're used to, and it's just one of the things that we're practiced. It's not written, but it's pra- not it's, it's practice, mm-hmm. and it's become commonplace. Well, Brother Sam, one time, uh, I'm vice president then because I've been there a while, and we had a dust problem. And uh, we run, anytime you're dealing with paper and paper products and, you know, milling them and making them to a, making them to a commodity, there's paper dust, and it was all over the place, Brother Sam. Hmm. So much so, it was like a haze all through the plant. And uh, hmm. uh, I kept, you know, trying to work with the company, and I worked for three years with the company. And, and uh, one day I came in, and the, the, the dust was, was no longer just confined to the warehouse. Uh, it was in manufacturing. You could take your finger and drag it across one of those machine tables, mm-hmm. and you could see it on your hand. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty well, that was, that was really it for me. Yeah. And I, I filed a grievance, a mm-hmm. uh, safety grievance, with uh, IOSHA. That's Indiana uh, uh, Organization uh, Health and Safety. And uh, they came in there, and they caused the company to hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Now, for three years that we were battling with the company and the plant manager called me into the office and he had some choice words and he pounded the desk and told me that, you know, what I was doing, you know, I can't use the words that he said, but they weren't too nice. Yeah, yeah. And he pounded the desk and he was angry. And Brother Sam, my ire was up, but I was trying to decent with him. And I sat up in my chair and, and told him, no, it's not. I said, you've had three years to get this situation under control and you haven't done anything mm-hmm. well it wasn't long after that they uh they they, they installed a system of dust bags and mm-hmm. these dust bags were maybe mm, 60 60 feet long maybe mm-hmm. 70 feet long and there were they were maybe like a, a, a about 48 of them in the section and they would collect dust out of the, the machines that the, the building was coming out of mm-hmm. and that right there is one of the things I want to touch on, mm. if you want to make something better for someone in any in any situation of a union, you, you must have the position to be able to do that because your voice won't be heard if you're just the little guy. Right, right. Complain, you know, and, and you know, some of that paper is carcinogenic. Mm. You know, you've inhaled, you've yeah. inhaled, you know, inhaled dust for a number of years. It mm. mounts up and it damages your lungs. Mm. But a, a person of one cannot really formulate or do change if you don't have a collective. And mm. this is what we're talking about, a union, mm. that there are reasons why they're formed. They're, yeah. born, they're born out of necessity. Sometimes people suffer greatly before something is done. Mm. And I want to kind of concentrate on the positive side mm. because, you know, there's corruption in anything we try to do. If somebody sure. can make a buck off of it, they will. Oh, yeah. So we look, at, we look at the fact that unions are a union is a... a uh, by definition, Brother Simon, I wrote down a few. You know how I do. We do it. <clears throat> uh, a union is an act of instance, or or an act of or instance of uniting or joining two or more things into one for a common cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same as the same. The word union could be linked the same as uh, a combination, uh, a combining, connectivity, consolidation, coupling. Linking, merger, unification. Mm-hmm. Now, we as children of light are responsible for shedding that light and sharing that light. Mm-hmm. 
And we are called, and that's what we're called to do. But the beginnings of what we know of, as far as mankind, of unity and oneness, we want to start off in Genesis, the book of Genesis, mm. uh, chapter 1, mm. uh, Brother Sam. And the uh, <clears throat> verses, uh, Brother Sam, verse 26 through 28, if we read it, please. Sure. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Okay. Uh, second chapter of Genesis. Verse 7, Brother, uh, Brother Sam. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Uh, chapter 2, verses 18 through 24. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Brother Sam, we see here, as far as I'm looking, is that... uh, the first essence of a union mm-hmm. that God had ordained. And he created uh, them in the beginning when he uh, talked about uh, uh, making God, making making man in uh, our image. And he did imagine then male and female, mm-hmm. which spoke which spoke of uh, a future union or development of two people put together for the same task and cause because mm-hmm. since he's a help me help me meant that one come alongside to to help do what need to be done mm-hmm. <clears throat> through this through this union the first of uh, the first ordained marriage of god is this the stipulations are broad and deep as far as what mankind was supposed to do mm-hmm. and that union was supposed to be a holy union and subjugated to the laws of god because they were freely be the, the freely uh, partake of everything in the garden but the tree of the knowledge, the knowledge mm-hmm. of good and evil. And that union was strong. Now, how, how for how long that union was strong, Brother Sam, you know, one might speculate, mm-hmm. but we know it was, it, it was for a while because, mm-hmm. you know, they enjoyed a prosperous life. Man speaking with the Lord, talking with the Lord in the mm-hmm. cool of the day, speaking with him. Yeah. So we know he had a relationship. That union brought forth uh, a lot of things and stability for mankind until it was just disrupted by someone coming in. <clears throat> and I'm liking to think the other side of the table when you got a, you got a company and you got a, a union mm-hmm. and you got someone that comes in with some uh, distorted view. Mm-hmm. And like I told you before, we, we you know, we negotiate a contract. 
and you get the contract booked. And then when you go to help someone, they say, well, it's the spirit of the contract that it was negotiated. You weren't there, but we were. So the spirit mm-hmm. of the contract that's negotiated, it, it can get kind of twisted because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. But here we have two individuals that were there, the woman being uh, added on to the man. The man was there. He knew what it was about, and he knew mm-hmm. the, what, what God wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. And along came come someone with a with just a slight hinge and turned that contractual language, if mm-hmm. you let me allow that, please, yeah. But yeah, yeah. to say that, you know, well, the spirit of it is not really that, you know, but mm-hmm. it's this. And that's the entrapment mm-hmm. that mankind has mm-hmm. fell into today. And I look and I look at the things that we talked about last week. You know, politics is good, Brother Sam, because uh, elected officials are supposed to do what? Represent the people. Represent. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and represent in a supposedly, supposedly uh, honest fashion, right. transparent, mm-hmm. and not, you know, not conniving. Right. But you, we, see, we see the corruption and the things that have happened because certain individuals, they crave power. Mm-hmm. And... When Adam and his wife failed, they were craving more than what they were supposed to. Right. Oh, and yeah. that that's that that has cascaded down unto us today, mm-hmm. because uh, and here's my question uh, to those that are listening and to Brother Sam and to myself, because I turn it over in my mind. If we have elected officials truly that want to do the will of the people because they're elected by a vote, supposedly, mm-hmm. and they get into the halls of Congress. They said it's, it's really hard for a, uh, a freshman senator to really get anything done unless mm-hmm. he lines up with this party or that party. You know that mm-hmm. to be true. Mm-hmm. But it, enter in the lobbyists mm-hmm. and you throw money at people. And mm-hmm. we know what the love of money is, the love <laughs> of money. Yeah. How can we expect to get any good legislation out of corrupt individuals with an agenda serving yeah. serving money? Right. And who suffers? The populace that they're supposed to be representing, mm. they don't get the true essence of what they should be. I mean, right. uh, if we if we if we were paying them, which we can't pay because we don't have those that kind of money, right. then we're at a disadvantage. And I I've not said before, Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to give you a fair shake in life <laughs> mm-hmm. that you know that you know yeah. that what he is and what he speaks is true. Mm. And there's mm. there, there's no shallow turning, no variance in him. Amen. What you see is light. And that, that that light is the truth, the yep. truth of all things. Yeah, I, I see you have something to say, brother. Go ahead. Well, I just, um, you know, it's funny. Politics is that one of those topics they tell you not to bring up in polite conversation. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I really do. Like we talked about last week, I do believe we need to have those conversations now more than ever, um, because uh, as mentioned, you know, until we have those conversations, everyone will just be in their own little corner and their little box and think that they're right, you know, with how things ought to be run and all of that. Um, as you as you did mention, you know, it here and that is something unique to our country is the fact that our, you know, was unique. A lot of other countries have copied it. The fact that mm-hmm. our uh, founding fathers established that the people in government would be representatives of the people, not mm-hmm. lords over the people, mm-hmm. not kings, all of that. And uh, that is a very unique uh, concept that the uh, the rest of the world started to pick up on after our country was founded. And that that concept connects and allows for 
principles like uh, the the freedom from slavery or the Second Amendment or different things like that. You know that this the very idea that the people who have a position of government, a position of power, if you will, are beholden to the people that they are supposed to be answering to the people changes the dynamic completely. Amen. As opposed to <clears throat> I am the king and whatever I say goes. Amen. And if you don't like it, you can you know go to the chopping block. It's a much different um, approach in theory and on paper, right? But oh, as we've talked about, you know, corruption exists, human um, sinfulness and and greed exists, and it, it's almost fascinating in a way how quickly and how deep the creativity goes to try to manipulate a system that was established to you know to have fairness, to have equality, and all of that. How quickly, as you mentioned, the lobbyists or whatever system might be put into play to try to manipulate and work that system and say, well, I know it's supposed to be for everyone. I know it's supposed to be, you know, equal opportunity or whatever, but I'm going to see how I can game it so that I'm I'm ahead of everyone else so that, you know, I have a better, better shake than everyone else. And uh, unfortunately, you know, that's just that's the human condition. And like I said, it's it's almost uh, um, amazing sometimes when you see, you know, the, the stuff when you look at um you know, the, the, when you look at politics and you look at someone and they claim, hey, I don't I don't take bribes, I don't take, you know, money from lobbyists, whatever they say, you know, they'll say something you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And then you actually look at their record and you're like, oh, but they do answer to this person and this person and this company and this company, just not using those methods. So they start getting real creative on how, you know, yes, they get sir, you're and all of absolutely that. right. And that's why, as you mentioned, we have to be very careful who we trust. We have to be very careful who we, uh, if if we're in a system that allows us to vote and have a say in that, we need to be careful about that. That is a responsibility. It's not oh, just yes. <clears throat> who looks good on camera. Oh, yes. It's not just who <clears throat> said something that tickles our ears. It's not just who made, who promised to give us the biggest payback, because that's what most politicians do anymore. They'll just promise, you know, hey, your college is getting funded. Hey, your, your debt's going to get cleared away. Hey, and they'll just throw stuff out there and people want to hear that and so then they respond to it and then you know two three years into somebody's administration they're like how did we get here and it's like well because that person lied mm-hmm. like they they didn't they tell you straight the up lies yes uh but but they will do that and they're very comfortable doing that and everyone anyone who's been around for any length of time knows that politicians are liars and yet still somehow the the it perpetuates and that's what's frustrating but a kind of fascinating in a way to me is that people have been burned so many times by the politicians, by the, the mm. people that they've chosen that they think, well, because this person has a D or an R next to their name, they're going to do what I, you know, they're going to mm. represent me. And then come to find out, like I said, a couple years in or whatever, you see, even sometimes right out of the gate, someone's enacting policies and you're like, that's, that doesn't help me. In fact, that makes my life worse. Yes, sir. And as you mentioned, it, it's it's really just reflective of the fact that you can only trust God. You can only trust the Word of God. You can only trust exactly the um, the things of God. And and for me, it goes back to the the question I always have is: to what extent then do I get involved with these systems? Right? Because I know this isn't. I, I'm part of the kingdom of heaven. I'm part of the kingdom of God. This is not my home. So mm. while I am here, I am left here to be to represent the kingdom of God, to further the kingdom of God, uh, to be His ambassador, but also go. to have, as, as we just read about, there dominion over the earth and all those things. There you go. And uh, I, as Christians, as true disciples of Christ, uh, that 
if something is put within our power, within our grasp, and, and voting is one of those things uh, in this country, I mean, ostensibly, uh, mm-hmm. then we are to use that for the kingdom. We're to, we're to ask God, you know, how would I use, how should I use this power you've given to me? How should I manage this resource? That's so, that's or, so, or that's so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we know that uh, God set forth uh, statutes, uh, civil law, ceremonial law, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fair weights and, and measures, you know, uh, stipulation on how you pay a person, what you should pay a person, mm-hmm. how you should treat uh, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, yeah. your uncle, your next door neighbor. The, the, the enemy uh, has, an enemy, the devil, sold uh, Adam's wife a bill of goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he took the bait himself, mm-hmm. and he's still it, that's still his mantra is to sell us a bill of goods. Oh yeah. Now we hear so much talking, and and uh, we liken it to God gave instructions on how to deal with people on every level, business, home, family, and that was the that was the the the, the plem- template for it's supposed to be for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. How far yeah. we've gotten from that. Mm. But uh, you often we hear the we hear the news saying like we talked about you know woke being woke and everything and mm-hmm. then we hear we hear we hear the right and then we hear the left and on this side we've got this person you know and they might be telling a little bit of truth mm-hmm. but in the economy of God when He set in motion man being over government and 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 to put those things in play that are right mm-hmm. there is no right or left. Yeah, there can't right. be a right or left because right. we're getting off. If the the, the word of God is mm-hmm. straight and true, mm-hmm. then that's where we adhere to. Mm-hmm. We we would hope that uh, those legislators are true Christians sure. or even some semblance of uh, a conscience of right and wrong. Right. But unfortunately, evil men and seducers we know mm-hmm. will get worse and worse. Mm-hmm. So much so more as we see today approaching, mm-hmm. brother Sam. We have to line up with that because that's that that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. But the unity of the body is measured in uh, the ultimate commitment to God through the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. and and we we find that very very uh, needful. But then here again, you see on the straight and narrow. The fact that there's a right and a left, even in churches today, yeah. that signify political influence from the outside mm-hmm. that shouldn't be there. Oh yeah, because oh, wow. you know we, we we should be a close knit unit. That, that's right. what that's really what we are. And right. I'd like to kind of go to that, uh, brother Sam. Amen. Uh, uh, let's go to Ephesians, the second chapter. And if any time that brother, as you're reading this, you have a comment, just don't Amen. feel free to chime in. Amen. Uh, here. Okay. Uh, in my in my Bible here, <clears throat> the verses I'm getting ready to ask you to read, brother Sam, is titled uh, uh, "The Unity of All Believers." Mm. And uh, we've got a, 11 verses I'd like you to read, brother Sam, starting at uh, Ephesians chapter two, verses verses 11 through 22. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometime were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. 
For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, Mm -hmm. having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so Mm -hmm. making peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. One thing with those verses I notice he's mentioning again and again is that this is only possible because of Jesus. This is only possible because he's the one who did it. We could not have brought ourselves together as you know a one world under God through man's works. That would not have happened. It would not have worked. That's that straight and narrow Mm -hmm. that I'm referring to. You can't be right or left. Mm -hmm. You have to be on the mark, and God is the only one who put us on that mark. Continue, Mm -hmm. sir. Amen. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Oof. Praise God. It's a mouthful, but Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. But the... the underlying theme or the main theme is a union hmm. or oneness mm-hmm. of coming together and who brings that together and how that's possible. Hmm. And we're all just only human and we have different ideas and thoughts, but when they start to be corrupt and they can't be brought into subjection because uh, the carnal mind is enmity with God mm-hmm. is neither subject to the laws of God, neither indeed can be. Right. We know that we have to have something more than what's in us Amen. to bring this union together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to offer another story up to you. And while I was involved in you, and, and, and take note, those that are listening, and that I'm saying, I've said this more than once, I only desired the position not to elevate myself because it's the only vehicle or way to get in to help people. Mm-hmm. You must have an inside track or you must have access to really what's going on. You know, a yeah. person outside, just like, you know, we were Gentiles, we were outside. We didn't have mm-hmm. access to anything that mm-hmm. would bring us into oneness. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, Brother Sam, before it was even talked about, about women's rights, <clears throat> there were things that were going on with the female operators. They packed the envelopes, the adjuster, he ran the machine, set it up and what have you. But they treated these women, somebody's mother, somebody's wife, somebody's daughter or sister, they treated them and talked to them like low dogs. Mm. And that 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 got my ire up. Mm-hmm. And that, that was one of the things I hated to see injustice. Wasn't mm-hmm. saved at that time, but the Lord eventually saved me. Then it got worse because they, they yeah. then when they saw me coming, they said, well, you know, we don't want this guy around. You know, he's a nemesis. <laughs> yeah. But I told one of the uh, 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 female employees and I tried to get her, but she was, you know, she was uh, she was afraid because yeah. she had been so beaten and browbeaten by man's standards, you know, and that she was nothing. Mm. I says, you know, you have more power than you think. Mm. I said, it only takes one. I tried to get her and, and egg her on. I said, you can, I said, whether it's the company or the union, you have certain rights that you really don't realize. And I knew mm-hmm. she, they had them. Mm-hmm. They didn't have them on the books like they do now. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to tell her that they just, you just can't, you don't have to stand to be treated like a sub, sub, subhuman, uh, subhuman. Sure, sure. And I said, 
you have more power in unity together saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, you could stand right on the toes of the union personnel and look them right square in the eye and tell them we're not going to take it anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we, you know, we, 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 heard, we found out later legislation was passed because people were being, especially mm -hmm. women, were getting downtrodden and being so done so wrong. Mm -hmm. But a unity, uh, a, a union of like minds and for like purposes is very strong, mm -hmm. and we see this is what God is offering us, mm. offering us in this in this epistle. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. You know, it, it reminds me of the verse in at the beginning of First Corinthians. Okay. And he says very clearly, chapter one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I think it's verse ten or eleven. Yeah. Verse ten. He says, "Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, <laughs> and that there be no divisions among Come you, on now. but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment." And you yes, think about sir. the 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 ability of humans to speak the same thing, to have the same judgment, to have the same mind. Again, it's it's not wow. possible of ourselves. Yes. Uh, you go, you know, you, you talk to anyone at the site of a traffic accident and the cop will go around and he'll start interviewing everyone. Yes. And everyone saw something different and everyone. they'll start describing it differently. You know, first this happened, then that happened. And everyone's got their own opinion and the way things happen. Some people are way off the mark. So true. And some people, you know, just make stuff up and, and, and it might not even be of their own fault. They might just, you know, they just, their brain didn't record the incident properly because they weren't paying attention. It's so true. So true. And suddenly you've got, you know, five, six different different ways of judgment. And it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to the truth, if we're going by what so-and-so says, what so-and-so says, what so-and-so says, and like in the situation you were mentioning, you know, what one side or one group, I should say, I don't know if it's necessarily sides, but one group within, yes, you yes, know, the, yes. the, the community of men. That's it you know, saying this is the way things ought to be. And then suddenly everything gets lopsided. We talk a lot about this balance, you know, mm -hmm. and you can't fix that. You can't correct that completely between groups of people, between different people coming from different Come approaches on. without the spirit of God, without the power of God making that work. But then once he's operating, once he's moving in people, making the, us of the same mind and of the same accord, then suddenly it's we're speaking the same thing. I don't know if you've ever been with someone uh, that you were friends with for so long that you would finish each other's sentences yeah, yeah, or, or whatever, or someone, you know, knows, uh, you know, you see this a lot with like old married couples, you know, where they'll know, hey, he likes a sandwich at exactly this time, you know, or whatever it is. And they'll just boom, they'll, they'll know because they know each other so well. And this is the same thing that should be happening in the church, should be happening in the union of the body is that we're just, it's like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so, they're about to say this, which means I need to do this so that that has the impact it needs to and that that kind of thing should be just commonplace and as he's saying here you know we're speaking the same thing and so no matter who got so up true. no matter who got up if the spirit's saying so something true. anybody who got up would be saying what the oh, spirit wants hallelujah. regardless of who it is but what that means then is suddenly as that's happening you all become equal before god because you have to be nobody's more special nobody's more you know elevated because if they were then we'd get that off balance we'd get that there lopsidedness you go. there you and go suddenly if everyone's subject to the spirit if everyone's subject to jesus christ that's the key word you get you get equality that's the key word <clears throat> brother sam uh here again i'm i'm drawing heavily and 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 the correlation between walking with god and being one with him mm -hmm. for years it was the downtrodden <clears throat> that prompted me to do and act because when you see people hurt, Brother mm -hmm. Sam, mm -hmm. their faces, compassion should be there. Sure. That's what makes you move. Mm. That's what the driving force is. God looked down 
through the line mm. of time Amen. before he saved any of us and yeah. saw all our faces mm -hmm. and had compassion on us Amen. because we were in need of a savior, mm -hmm. somebody to help. Like I said, I didn't want the position for prestige. You had to have a position of some type of authority mm. to get in to help regulate mm -hmm. or at least to mm -hmm. help throw somebody a life. I'll give them hope. Right. Because right. they didn't have any hope. You know, people, you know, I mean, you know, people raised in uh, uh, countries that uh, they're lacking the basic necessities. Mm -hmm. You've mm -hmm. seen that firsthand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the poverty. And that's what God saw when he looked down the line of time to, with mm. us, the poverty yeah. that we were stricken with. Yep. Amen. And I, he partook of that same poverty Hallelujah. that he might be able to help us. He, he, he examined every every facet of our life, your life, my life. I mean, zillions of lives before that, mm. and he saw that, and this was the need out of what he said, prepare me a body. Mm. And we see those things, you know, the very touching part of Isaiah where he talks about he is going to be the government of men, you know, the government's mm -hmm. on his shoulders. He he, yeah. he felt those things. Amen. The, the, Amen. And it's such a powerful thing. Mm. We, as Christians, who knows what kind of things we're going to have to take up sure. in times to come. Sure. But still, they had to be aligned with the word of God. Amen. Because there is no sidestepping the truth. Right. And that truth will make you free. But if you're not in that truth, that's mm. uh, that, that darkness that's going to mm -hmm. prevail, which mm -hmm. we see things happen, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. There was one legislator here just a few days ago. I don't know what state he was from, but he had introduced a bill that uh, would take away uh, an age qualification for a young woman to be married. Mm. They said, you got this, you took, you got this bill. And I guess this bill was coming out of the committee and he was going to get, put it on the floor for, to get voted on. And the thing was, he said, you left off the age for, uh, uh, what age a, a young woman is, you know, able to get married and, you know, say it was 17, but he had no age. And they said, well, did you forget that? He says, no, I didn't. But this legislator is supposed to be out for the people, and he's going to introduce legislation that's going to be detrimental to somebody's child. Oh, wow. You know, and, and I'm, and I'm said that to, to, to draw attention to uh, if legislators are not, I don't care who they are, mm -hmm. brought, to, brought to bear transparency and to be called on the carpet for things that supposedly are Christian values, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we see that there's a great big gaping black hole. Yeah. And there's no longer the things that we start off with here in America. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm just right. going to say that flat-footedly. Yeah. These yeah. things, these things said, amen, that those that do, people that do these things, there's going to be a place in hell mm -hmm. for them, you know, especially mm -hmm. when you uh, deal with young, tender-age kids. Right. And we see that there were, uh, what was it, uh, uh, I think there was 800 people mm -hmm. last week. They got arrested on drug trafficking. Mm -hmm. A couple mm -hmm. of them worked in the Disney thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, how did it get that way? We already know. Yeah, yeah. We already know, Brother Sam. Mm -hmm. You know, comment if you mm -hmm. feel that too. Well, it, it that um, what you were just saying. You know, if you're outside of the truth, not being able to see these things, not being able to perceive and uh, actually judge righteous judgment. Um, that it reminded me of Second Corinthians four, mm -hmm. where he says, uh, "We have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not, but we have but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, Hallelujah. nor handling the word of God deceitfully, Hallelujah. but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. The only way you can have a clear conscience, you can judge righteously, is through the illumination of God's word." And verse three says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." 
in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves. These aren't our mm-hmm. ideas, right? And, that, mm-hmm. and that's one of the biggest things when it comes to bringing God's truth into the marketplace, if you will, of politics. Amen. Is that very often everyone's standing on their own opinion. Amen. And so they they're not valuing something that a Christian brings forward and says, hey, this is thus saith the Lord. They're like, well, that's just your opinion. It's like, no, 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 this wasn't my idea. And I've said it before, and I'll say it honestly. Me personally, on a personal level, I could care less if someone's gay. That's my Mm, personal mm, opinion, mm, right? mm. But that's not right. That's Mm -hmm. not God's opinion. My opinion needs to be changed into God's opinion then. And so then I need to adhere to, well, what what does thus saith the Lord? And that's the truth that needs to be preached, not how I feel, not if I'm okay with it, right? Because if I'm okay with it, then a lot of things would go that would be horrible, would be terrible, right? Amen. Would be hurting people. Amen. Because what I think is okay would cover a bunch of stuff, and then what you think is okay would cover a bunch more. And then as we go down the line, if we just did what everyone thought was okay, suddenly you have people raping and pillaging and all this other stuff. Because somewhere in the mix, you know, it's all going to overlap. But it says here, uh, we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Amen. So for true. God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, again, going all the way back to Genesis, all the way back. hath shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is, uh, that, that's what we're here to do, is to preach that truth, preach that light. But it also, these verses came to mind because of what you mentioned, because he mentions here how uh, we have to be aware that very often when you bring the truth into the world, the people you're speaking to are still blind. Oh, yeah. They're not going to perceive and understand the truth. They may feel, they'll obviously, they'll feel the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and I've seen that happen in my own life. When you bring the Spirit of God into a place, people react to it, right? React to Him. But they may not comprehend. They may they will not understand fully the truth. And that's why we have to continue preaching. We Amen. have to pray for them. We have we have we have to persist. But it's it's different than I don't want to make a comparison that is um, demeaning, but you know when when you speak to a, a person and you say, you know, can you pick up my shoe for me? They understand what you're saying, they go pick up the shoe. If you're speaking to a dog who does not understand English, unless you've taught them that specific command, all they know is, I think he's talking to me, and I think I heard the word shoe, and I like chewing on shoes. You know, they, they, they're not processing the information the mm. same way. They can't comprehend what you're actually saying, so they're not going to partake in what you're sharing with them. In the same way, when we talk to a believer who has a spirit of God, as we speak forth, they have a comprehension, illumination given to them by the spirit of God, whereas the people in the world who don't have that spirit are, as this, as these verses say, they're blinded. They mm-hmm. they cannot <clears throat> perceive, they cannot understand the truth. They may recognize the effects of the truth, they may see that it works, but they're not going to actually grab hold of it and comprehend it in the same way. Um, and, and again, that just goes back to our our job to preach the gospel, to... Amen. To, um, <clears throat> yeah, to minister. Amen. Um, all that you say is right in order. And... All that we've talked about is very real and true. And how will they be able to see or comprehend the light from the darkness? Mm. It is us. Yeah. Let, let, let's. Uh, I got a couple more scriptures, but let, but when you're talking, you kind of struck. It kind of struck my mind here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's jump over to First Peter, second chapter, and 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 this is. There's a lot of it in in the Word of God, but this, in essence, is something that is paramount to address exactly what you just got through talking about of mm. people on the outside. Mm-hmm. So we read uh, 2 Peter, 2nd chapter, 
and verse number nine and ten, a familiar part of scripture, better said, but very relevant in what we're talking about today. First Peter or Second Peter? Uh first Peter. First Peter. Second chapter. Two, nine and ten. Uh nine and ten, yes. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise God. These things saith the Amen, that, that we are a chosen generation, one, mm. a royal priesthood. Amen. A holy nation, a peculiar people mm-hmm. set apart that we should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mm. We were destined to do great things in God. Amen. The nation of Israel was destined to be the template for the whole world. Mm-hmm. These things that have belied us, we see uh, the, the destruction, we see that the uh, ungodliness, we see the debauchery. We see the, uh, the the corruptedness of elected officials. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, Brother mm-hmm. Sam. Oh, yeah. Because if the, the, if the tenets of the doctrine are done by conscience and some people are not safe, that means that some people just really don't give a darn. Oh, yeah. They don't care. They're in it for their own mm-hmm. filthy liqueur, mm-hmm. their own advantage. That's why we see so many people without. And they're, they're not people that are not getting the help. They shouldn't be the right. things we see with children, so especially right. the children, young children suffering. But we in past in times past, we were not a people. But God, through his mercy, have called us into glory mm. to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And uh, I know a lot of people probably don't really understand maybe what we're saying, sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You have to be filled with his spirit yes. in yeah. order to sit in those places because mm-hmm. he takes us there. Yeah. And when he, when we get illuminated through the Holy Ghost, we see it so much more plainly. Mm-hmm. And oh, we yes. can expound on it much more forcefully oh, yeah. and much exactly. more confident Amen. that these Amen. things are true and right. they always will be true. <laughs> right. Everything else is going to just crumble apart. Mm-hmm. But in the time that before God does what he's going to do, he's setting this up to come to pass, there are people that's going to have the opportunity. They have, they're listening to us now. They have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Saved and unsaved. Amen. Amen. If, if unsaved to get a better life and to those that are saved to live a better life. Mm-hmm. So uh, these things are, are paramount. Darkness and light. I, I, I can't really say how bad I feel about the kind of person I was, mm-hmm. even more so now. Mm-hmm. The more illumination God gives me through his word and through the things that he lets you know that, you know, we're not worth it. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, If our righteousness doesn't exceed that of the Pharisees, which, you know, they were pretty self-righteous, but they didn't have, they didn't have that spirit. Mm. And if all our righteousness is like filthy rags, now, not nice to talk about, but at one place that they're referring to those as bloody menstrual cloths. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's that's not anything you want to be Mm. aligned to. But he Mm -hmm. said when he looked at Israel and Israel was laying in a field polluted with their own blood, he Mm. said he covered them with his skirts Mm. and gave them and cleaned them up. That's what he's that's what the Holy Ghost has done for us. We need we need that. And this is we be. I, I, I am yours. He is mine. Mm. And that, that's, that, that's that love connection. I mean, mm. when we feel with the Holy Ghost, Brother Sam, we really feel those tenders of love yes. tugging at us, man. Amen. I mean, it's, Amen. A, it's a totally different experience yeah. that causes you to want to live and, and have mm-hmm. that and live and, and live and move and have our being in him. Mm. We, we want to be there. But there's so many other things that have been misconstrued and we have to, we, you can't deviate from the center line of right. truth. 
Right. I got Amen. two more scriptures I want to read, but I uh, want you to read Brother Sam, and then sure. we'll wrap it up. Sure. Uh, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses one through seven, and then Ephesians, the fourth chapter again, verses 14 through 16. Ephesians 4, verse 1 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and Hallelujah. in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And 14 through 16. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Ooh. Praise God. Uh, now, if I think about that too long, I guess I'll start getting teary-eyed. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. But we, we, we see. And to those of us, to those that are listening and to those of us, those of us that do know, it's impossible for man to do this without being a union with Christ. Right. Amen. There's just no way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that God has given us <clears throat> the earnest of the expectation of his spirit, mm. uh, uh, our inheritance, we see we what we have in the Holy Ghost, but it's so rich mm-hmm. and it's so profound. And with an, with an open heart and mind that God opens up the heart and mind mm-hmm. and he deals with us according to we're his children, you we're his child, we are his property, we are his inheritance, we are everything in him for him. To him, Amen. and he likewise he reciprocates that mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. I mean, to us. Praise God. And it, and it's, uh, only through the the infilling of the Holy Ghost can we experience this joy, brother right. Sam. Right. I mean, and you know what I'm talking Amen. about. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Any comment, oh, yeah. brother? Oh yeah. The um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, there is a a distinction. There is a separation in Christ. There's a union of bringing together with Him, but there's that distinction and separation mm-hmm. from the world, from the flesh, Say from so. all these things. Say so. Uh, and th- when he says here, there's one body, there is only one body. There is only one true church. There is not a, a bunch of different churches. There mm-hmm. is one true church. Yes, sir. And uh, unfortunately, because of man and I think, you know, seduction, doctrines of devils, there mm-hmm. have been established a myriad of quote unquote churches all around the world. So you true. have many, many different, so different uh, organizations that call themselves churches. But your job dear listener, is to be a part of the one body, the one spirit, the one hope of your calling, to have the same Lord that speaks spoken of in the scriptures. And, you know, he says there, one faith, one baptism. There's there's only one way, there's only one truth, there's only one life, and that is through Jesus Ooh, Christ. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there is no other way to be saved. There is no other way to be a part of God's plan. And and unfortunately as well, I, I have seen, as our church has begun to grow, and it's, mm-hmm. it's been a blessing, it's been from God, it's 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 all been God. Amen. You can't claim Amen. credit for it. It's been amazing. <clears throat> but as, as we begin to grow, we can already see that there are those who see good things happening, who see God working, mm-hmm. and they join up. 
their they hitch their wagons to the back end, so to speak. You know, they're just mm-hmm. kind of tagging along, but they're not in the truth, and they mm-hmm. have not been baptized in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. They have not received the Holy Ghost, but they want to enjoy the benefits thereof. That's so true. And uh, it's it's a so dangerous true. place to be. That's so true. You're speaking the truth because God is not going to give favor to those who are just tagging along or, or as, you know, I, I myself, God, the Lord, you know, gave me the illustration of, you know, standing right outside the door, you mm-hmm. know, they're hearing the music, they're singing along, but they're not actually part of the choir. And mm-hmm. that, that, that is such a dangerous place to be because that, that is where you are convinced that everything's okay. Right. Because you're like, well, I'm singing the same song. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm praising the Lord. Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the gospel. I'm pointing people to Jesus, but how sad would it be to be someone standing at the threshold of salvation and even helping other people go mm-hmm. in and showing, pointing them the way and saying, this is the way, and you never step in the door yourself. You never actually get on the arc mm-hmm. of safety yourself. And uh, so I, I just want to express the urgency and the importance for everyone out there that if you have not taken those steps, if you've not actually subjected yourself to the Lord uh, through believer's baptism, as you, you know, as some people call it, but you know, through being baptized Amen. in the name of Jesus, through making that declaration allegiance to God Almighty, uh, you have to do that. That's the, you know, there's as he says here, there's only one baptism. Only there's one, one way. There's one way. Only one. <laughs> uh, and then you know, having the Holy Ghost infill you and giving oh, that confirmation yes. through the the speaking of tongues and 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 then having further uh, illumination of the scriptures and all of that stuff. If you've never experienced that, you never lived through that, then you are not on the boat. You are not part of this body. That's so true. So true. And, uh, you know, that's that's just something I wanted to stress again is that uh, you can do that. You know, God, God, you know, today is the day of salvation. If you're still hearing this broadcast, mm-hmm. if we're still, uh, if the Lord has not returned yet as you hear this, mm-hmm. then today is your chance. And this is the hour when you need to seek the Lord, when you need to follow through with actually joining his team, joining his body. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Um, there's a tremendous amount of love that God has emitted. <clears throat> to bring us out of that darkness. Hey. He's given us that light, which is the truth and is separate, but we are able to come out of that darkness and come into mm-hmm. that light hey. through the light and the prosperity of that. I say prosperity of the Holy ghost because mm. yeah. the benefits mm. are so <laughs> tremendous. The Amen. things that he has for Amen. us, things that man cannot even think or imagine. Oh, yeah. So he's in his word. Hey. But the fact of it is that he is, he, 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 he was willing to, and he did. He died for us, for the sins of the whole world, not just mine and brother Sam's, but mm. for the whole world. Amen. And to come in out from the cold because all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And all that the devil wants to do is come in to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. And to keep you on the outside of, of, of truth. The merciful grace of God Amen. is going to keep us on the straight and narrow, brother Sam, mm. that we veer to the, not to the right or to the left. And he right. helps us hold that standard yeah. through that Holy ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. And that's, uh, that standard is inspired by him when it says there's no shadow of turning. Yes, sir. It's not even, not even the, the doubt, the, or the little bit of there you go. The chance <laughs> that he's turning aside from, from what he's set in place. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Brother Woods, mm-hmm. for sharing what's uh, Lord put on your heart. This has been a blessing to me, and I hope it's been a blessing to you as you listen. Uh, once again, I do uh, implore you to share Hallelujah. and to subscribe to what we are putting out here, whatever platform you see it on, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, or anywhere else and uh, let us know how you feel let us know how thank god is you, working Jesus. in your life through these this ministry we thank god for it we thank god for expanding it continuing it 
Um, I, I did a thought that popped into my head earlier was that we, you know, are talking a lot focused on our government, right, and the things that we enjoy as part of being in the United States of America. But we do have listeners who do not live in the United States of America. We have listeners mm. uh, from what I recall in Germany and Amen. Singapore, I believe, and Amen. maybe some other places. Beautiful. And, um, you know, God can work in those situations as well. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of times we tend to be very... Um, uh, American centric, you know, from mm-hmm. being here, you know, it's just the nature of being in your own country. But God can work in different situations and different. Oh yes, most can, definitely. Can so do things most definitely. And whether here or abroad, you know, our job, as mentioned in the scriptures, is to pray for our leaders, to yes, pray sir. for peace yes, in our countries, to pray yes, for uh, those who are in power and in government. That God would get a hold of their hearts, that they would listen to the word, that they would listen to the Spirit, and that that's how Amen, they would make Sam. their judgments. Um, so I, I also implore you to pray. You know, if there's any homework from this this episode would be to pray for your government and your leaders. Well, as always, we thank you so much for joining us and uh, we thank you for the blessings and we will join you again next time here on The Efficacy of Truth. You are listening to your apostolic radio at a church radio.